Is this me? That's me. That's you. Oh my god, I had it perfect, and you. I'm sorry. Fucked it. I'm sorry. I had it perfect. Well, for my ears, or as my mother would say, my ears. And she does her the. Years. She does the uh, the voices of her cats because we're crazy in our family. Well, she says my ears, but she's speaking for the cat, not for herself. I see. Yeah, she'll see. Yeah. Do you do that with your animals? Um, make their voices. Yeah, like speak through them mm. when you're talking to your boyfriend. Uh, no, but my boyfriend does do that. Yeah, the one for Bingo is particularly good. Oh, is Bingo a goofball? He's dumb. Oh, but he's so sweet. <laughs> um, so I guess I just did it. Because that was it. Oh, no, I haven't tested uh, the volume for the intro, so we don't know what we're going to get. Just do it medium. Medium volume. But I don't know what medium is. Like, I've just I've halfway. Lost, I lost the medium. Okay. Halfway. Mm-hmm. And that should work fine. Just uno momento. One second while I find our shit. We don't want to do the live one this time. Okay, ready? Yeah. I'm afraid. Hey there. It's sacredly timid. It's me, it's Mike's. I'm here with Joan. Hi. So good. Hi. <laughs> and uh, we're in a goofy mood because it took me two hours to get to Fort Worth. Yeah, a little bit. We gotta we gotta speed this along because I think the boyfriend's waiting to have dinner. Together. I'm waiting to have dinner too. We can all have dinner if you want. No, I need to get home. Okay. I'm so tired. I've been up since three thirty. Um, there's a featured song of the week and it's the episode. What? We don't do week anymore. Of the episode. Of the episode. There's a featured song of the episode because we don't want to make promises we can't keep (laughs) or are too lazy to keep. Uh, it is Annie Rossi from an album from 2005 called Scandia. So actually the way uh, I found out about this person is I was walking around. I was taking a walk in the dark by myself when I lived in Denton. And it must have been, two, I don't know if it was, it must have been 2005. Like right after I bought my house. Because I remember I walked from my house to um, the square area, which was very close. And uh, she was playing it at, I think she was playing at Haley's. That's cool. And uh, if I recall, I don't know, I may have been drinking. Who can say? Um, But I was walking around and I heard this and it was like, it was during the week. It was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, something odd like that. And I heard this music and it was I thought very unique 
And so I went in and I watched her play and I bought some music and and the end. Uh, she's from Minnesota. Mm. So she's got that Minnesota nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I didn't meet her. But Well, um, you did meet her. Hmm? Oh, you didn't meet her? You just got her stuff? Or... Yeah, I just bought some shit from the merch table. That's and cool. Continued on my walk. Um, she lives in Brooklyn now. I think you can take piano lessons from her. That's cool. I guess. If you can buy a house from Zia, you can take piano lessons from... I mean, I don't know why everybody's, everybody's got to move to Williamsburg or whatever, but it's fine. It's mm. fine. Anyway, the end. It's the end of that story. Yes, Daphine. So I hope you enjoy that song because you've heard it like five times now. <laughs> You're peeling back the curtain mm-hmm. to uh, share all of our... We had a lot of recording Technical troubles, difficulties. Right. Just our difficulties in general. Yeah. We need a sound engineer, I think, as well. We do need a sound engineer. Someone who will work for free and on call because we never know when we're going to be recording an episode. And I feel like we know somebody that's qualified to do all this stuff. We probably know a few people. (laughs) But who are you thinking of? The person that's in this house at this time. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Hmm. Did I tell you Porpoise Crispy is dead? Uh, we don't know. That's it what could he, always come up. That's what he said. Um, um, he ran out of drugs to name episodes after. No, there's never a shortage of drugs to name things after. Uh, he didn't really say. I said, "Can we talk about it?" and he said, oh, we can talk about it, but... Oh, well, this leads me to a very difficult conversation that I wanted to bring up for... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine I said, uh, Megan, I think Secretly Tim is dead now. This oh. is going to be our last episode. <laughs> okay. Please don't do that Difficult conversation. I can't do the, the way that Regina and Ryan would do it so perfectly. They say, Sean... <laughs> That part. <laughs> yeah. Happy Bjork Day. Why is it uh, Bjork Day? Because uh, uh, her album's released today. Oh, so that makes it her day? Yeah. It's her Every day. time she releases an album, it's her day? Mm hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. I tried to share Bjork with Jimmy yesterday, and he, he rejected it, it. Rejected. Could not be more... In what way? Emphatically just no. He said no. This is... He has said in his own way, well, this just isn't good. <laughs> this just isn't good. Straightforward. And then I, I was like, well, okay, well, let's play some of her earlier stuff. Maybe you like that more. And he was like, okay, this is better. But I knew he it's still more poppy. was not into it. He was just being nice. Like debut is pretty radio friendly, I would yeah. say. I, play, what, I played Venus as a boy because I thought, well, this is about gay boys who would like this. And then as I was listening to it, I was like, okay, like I think one of his favorite bands is The Cars. And you can get more opposite. <sighs> I mean, they all, they do all play instruments. Yeah. But I mean, still, I'm trying to think what, what, what popular song from cars is it? Okay. Dangerous type. Mm -hmm. Compare that to Venus as a boy or human behavior 
or anything where she's talking about mountains and twigs, you know? Man, that giant teddy bear <laughs> video. Uh, Which one was that? It's human I behavior. Know. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I can, I can see it. I loved it. And it reminded me, and maybe it was styled after, but do you remember that book when we were kids where the kid goes to sleep? Like, he's not taking care of his toys, and he, like, throws oh, yeah. his teddy bear in the corner, and he goes to sleep, and he has this dream where the teddy bears are the people, and he's the toy, and... It's not, you're not thinking of where the wild things are. No. <laughs> no! Okay. No, I'm not. Teddy I can... Rex, Ben? No, okay. You know what? I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I didn't read books as a child. I just looked at the pictures. Children's? Until like fifth book. grade when I got hooked on all the West the Wayside Stories. You remember those books? Sideways Stories from Westside High? Wayside Stories. Wayside Stories from Sideways High? No. <laughs> Something? No. Sideways Stories from Wayside High? Is it Wayside? Wayside Stories from... Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's sideways I stories from Westside High have because not. instead of building the the building vertically, it was built horizontally, right? And that's why it was sideways stories. Okay, you're gonna make me Google. Man, I I know this is a book. I know I didn't make this up, but if I can't find it, I'm gonna start authoring children's books that I remember that. The internet hasn't documented. I just want to say, I know I am an Aries and I'm naturally prone to competition. And I'm going to apologize right for that because it can be seen as a negative, but I was right. Like, let the record show. It's Sideways Stories from Wayside. Actually, I was wrong. Sideways Stories from Wayside School by the author Louis Sashar. Mm-hmm. Illustrated by Julie Brinklow. Okay. Does this? Do you remember this? Look at that. No. Um, I remember that illustration. Yeah. I. Um, and I was wrong. the The school was not built horizontally. It was built vertically. Well, yeah. Because okay, like a. I love this. Like I love this series of of books of- growing up, and I hope that the. Uh, Children now are are still reading it. Um, what other books did you like as a as a kid, as a child? Uh, my favorite book was Oink and Pearl. My favorite book was The Twits. I feel like you asked me that just as a formality, so you could tell me what your favorite book was. <laughs> I was <laughs> just totally trying to did. have a conversation. Well, I mean, you didn't ask me about Oink and Pearl. Maybe you just don't know how conversations work. There's Boy. a give and a take. Man, I have conversations all goddamn day long. Boy. I'm starting to see why Porpoise uh, Crispy is now dead. Man, this isn't why. <laughs> um, teddy bears are people. Tell me, what was your favorite book? The Twits by Roald Dahl. Tell me about it. I've not read that. It's about a horrible man and woman that are so horrible that their physical features change to match how terrible they were. And that's about all I remember from that book. The end. That's all you remember? I also, uh, let me think what other books that I liked when I was a kid. Um, there's that one about, I think it was just called Badger. And there was the one, what was that Black Pearl? The one about the ocean? What? 
about the pearl divers? The pearl? Is it called the pearl? That was a black pearl, but um, is it a? It's uh, is it Steinbeck or ha- it's a Hemingway book? Maybe, yeah. Called the Pearl, where there's the pearl diver and goes through all of this trouble to get. Would, this it, pearl would that have been about like a fifth grade reading level? I mean, there's murder in it. I think. Yeah, but we didn't give a shit about that. Not in the eighties. We not. Didn't. We did not. We did not. Or in the nineties. Oh. BTW, uh, it is the 30th year anniversary of Bricks Are Heavy by L7. I meant to say that, uh, uh, you know, the the band. Don't say the band. Hour. I know who L7 I'm, is. For the audience, they might be like, what okay. the hell is that? Um, I'm giving you about two more minutes to try and find this fucking book, and then we're going to move the fuck on. Well, this is really going to be a problem for me, I think. It's going to be a problem for another day. Like, I fucking know what it looks like. What is the goddamn name of the book, and why can't I see it on here? Oh, goddamn it. This isn't going to happen, I don't think. Listeners, if you know what the fuck Megan's talking about, shoot her an email. Yeah, please. Um, except we don't check our goddamn email. That's why I email. said shoot her an email. They don't have my email, my personal email. Uh, message her through Instagram. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. It's Jeffrey Crayon with a G. Good G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. luck. Good luck. <laughs> Crayon, like it sounds. Anyway, somebody knows what I'm fucking talking about. Um, This little kid doesn't doesn't appreciate his toys and treats his teddy bear badly and so he wakes up and the teddy bears are people and he's the teddy bear and he gets carried around by the arm and he doesn't like it mm. so do you remember the indian in the cupboard what a fucked yeah. up story that was that would totally fly. remember that. that would not fly today i remember we read the book and watched the movie i'm trying to i remember the movie um okay so i'm i'm trying to remember the d de- like i like there was a magic, magical cupboard. There was a cupboard. That if you locked it, right, the, the Indian, cowboy Indian came to life. Right. They came, the figurines came alive. Mm-hmm. And then. They didn't like each other. But then they did. But then they did. Right. Yeah. What was the controversy about that other than calling I remember the, Americans didn't Indians? the Indian like almost kill the cowboy or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So? I would. I would too. Probably do that. Yeah. Mm. Um. What was the fucking purpose of that book? Was there? There's always a moral with. Kids yeah, books, right? I think we're discovering that we don't remember much from our childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's only so much real estate up here in my skull. Oh man! Like, what other books did we read? Because I remember when it came to high school. I really didn't read them. I pretended to read them. More often than not, I I read the Cliff's Notes version of all those books. I'm going to go ahead and tell you about Oink and Pearl. How about I do that? Okay. Oink and Pearl, brother and sister pigs. The sister is the older of the two. And she wants to fit in with the other girl pigs at school. Before they get slaughtered. There's no, this is a, this is a slaughter free, this is a, a pork free environment. So there's none of that. Um, the pigs are people. They wear clothes. 
It's like Animal Farm. I did read that one. <laughs> uh, no, it's not like... I'm trying to think before I say it. Maybe? Maybe it's in it the same universe as the Animal Farm. I mean, there's some... <clears throat> There's some sadism for sure, but really on a very small scale, like a kid's kid friendly. Yeah. Sadism. So, um, uh, they make, they, they play together very well and they make mud pies together. But then when the cool girls from school come around, she has to ditch her uncool little brother in order to be, um, accepted by, I can't remember their names. The pig girls. The pig girls. Like the mean ones. The mean girls. The mean girls. Um, the cornflake girls. Mm. Um, and so the, it, it's divided up into um, little stories within one book. So anyway, she ends up like ditching Nellie and whatever the other girl's name was and hangs out with their little brother and it's like family's important i think is the and you have a little brother i do and so that's probably why that it could be you really identified with that book it could be yeah i identified with a, a pig girl wanting to be part of the it's true actually i think i did really want to be part of the the cool girl crowd yeah who cool doesn't crowd I mean, I'm just surprised that I wasn't part, like, a founder of the cool kid crowd. But where are they now, all those cool kids? Mm, that's a good question. One of them, I've only heard rumors because it was in a different state, but one of them um, became a messy alcoholic, and the other ones, I think, like, you know, this is the girls only. I think they became, like mothers in the midwest with like vinyl siding on their houses i'm sure there's some dark stories and uh that happened to each one of those women and a sign in their kitchen that says kitchen kitchen Eat. rick my friend rick i'll never forget that day we were playing a cash game and i don't know why we were talking about design at a poker game but i remember talking shit about people that have family written on their wall yeah. or kitchen and then he was he was pointed over there and I looked in his kitchen and there was a sign that said kitchen <laughs> <laughs> it makes me wonder like the people that put family the the people, family the people that we Faith. bought the, the house from in West Virginia had that shit on their wall, family. And there were all these pictures of like the two kids and the parents and all this bullshit. And it made me wonder like, maybe this is what you're supposed to do. This is them no. convincing themselves that pa family is very important and that I made the right decision because I can't go back now. Mm -hmm. um, I remember finding a bunch of, uh, porno mags in the um in the closet that's cool and so i returned because because the the father-in-law of the 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 dad that lived in the house actually owned the house so he'd bought it for them and then oh, okay. they moved and so we bought it from the father-in-law so i like gave the books back Born to back. the father-in-law i was like we found these 
Why did you do that? Because I'm an asshole. You are an asshole. You should have Fuck just them. you should have treated all of those magazines like like hidden treasures that they left you. I don't want them. But maybe uh, your significant other did. No. And you just throw them out. You don't give them back. Like, if you found a dildo, would you give it back to him, too? Like, hey, I found your dildo. Well, he lived in my neighborhood, so I just, like... Here you go. It was very convenient for me. It was on my way. (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) Could you imagine if you're, like, fucking right over your bedroom? Fucking? Yeah. Yeah. And then you had pictures of framed pornographic yeah what if you did do that um people put eat in their kitchen or in their dining room right over your toilet (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, there's a market i haven't seen signs like that maybe we should do that dark signs why are we doing this we i'm sure they're somebody's doing this already but we should do it what would be the opposite live laugh love (laughs) (laughs) um die cry Hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, all those eggheads would be like, hate is not the opposite of love and differences. So it'd be like, <laughs> oh, uh, die, cry, indifference. indifference. <laughs> I do actually like that quite a bit more. Um, you know, those, uh, those motive, those demotivational posters mm-hmm. on despair.com. Mm-hmm. Have you ever bought anything from them? No. I loved that website way back when. Mm -hmm. I bought a shirt that says um, irony, and it's got the um, periodic table element F-E. Because it's iron, get it? Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, there's a calendar that you can buy every year. There's there's a new company, well, not new, but newer than Despair.com called Boardwalk. B-O-R-E-D. I've gotten a couple of their shirts mm. and their sweatshirts. And they, they do something very similar. Why don't they say boardroom? Um, I don't know. But they're dealing with business. Like I, I one of the one of the sweatshirts I have, it's a thundercloud that just says doom and gloom. There's one that's like a clat it looks almost like the illustration of uh, something from a uh who's that guy that, that did Beetlejuice? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Where there's like a bird and and it says you'll die soon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's as funny it as despair.com, I don't think. Check it out. Not it's not an endorsement. We don't get any money from them. I mean, despair.com is okay or whatever. I don't know. Kitchen, kitchen, <laughs> la sala. If you're uh, of Latin descent, Family. la sala. Family. Dormitorio. <laughs> Do you think the people with family are the ones that are like having extramarital affairs? I think everybody's having extramarital affairs. Oh. You did. Uh, did we talk about last how, how Texas is like number one? Yeah, we did talk about that. What? That for cheating. Yes. That's why like have an open relationship. Ain't nobody cheating. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> or the people that have faith on their wall are the ones that like. Say goddamn while they do yeah. coke. Yeah, like I mean, I'm sure those signs are not for them. Those signs are for us, you know? Yeah. It's some basic bitch stuff. Speaking of uh, doing coke, I, I started watching this series. Um, 
I think it's Swedish, Swedish series called. So the the American um, name for it is Blinded. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. Is it's it a, Hulu? Um, it's, I think it's AMC Plus. Well, I don't that I get that. through Amazon, okay. which is only six dollars a month, by the way. Now it's going to be eight dollars in a year, and then it's going to be ten dollars. Well, my paycheck ain't going up. But all of these fucking bullshit, Hulu, Netflix, a- Amazon, all that shit's going up. In 20 up. Disney, years, they're really going to get you. I know. Cut the cord. Yeah, cut the cord. And then I'm spending just as much. Dude, I am still way cut more happy with buying all of these different streaming services than I ever was paying for fucking cable. I'm, I'm doing both. Definitely. I'm still paying for cable. Stop doing that. I know. I need to. But if I do that, then I'm going to have to turn in my router and then get a new router it's all bullshit i'll give you a router i've got i like mean i six have routers one, but you know what i mean like it's all no, it's then like, i don't I've know a, what i've you got mean. a bundle right now like everything is bundled and if i unbundle it then your internet then i'm up. gonna have to yeah it's gonna be cut out for a f- couple of fucking days and then we have to have some asshole come over to turn it on and i just don't want the hassle i am paying all that money because i just don't have it in me to be inconvenienced Honestly, that's wow. all it is. That is all it is because I don't like change because I don't want to have to not have internet for a couple of days while they figure all that bullshit out and then take away the cable box. And well, then what do I plug my Roku in? And just I, that's how they get you, John. Uh, it's because because I just don't I just like I just fucking hate. OK, but fucking hate it. OK, I hate all of it. I support your decisions, but I get it. I know I'm, I'm I know I'm the okay. mark. I know I'm the mark in this situation. No so I'm watching this series called Blinded. Blinded, but the the Swedish name for it is Horndebar. I'm such a fucking child. What is that? That's a that's a man with a big dick <laughs> going down your street. Um, the the Swedish name of the series. Hold on a second. Collect yourself. Horndebar. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I need to do this like a professional because that's what this is. Uh, now I'm building it up and it's going to be very, you're going to be disappointed. It's called Fartblende. 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 Yeah. Do you listen to it with the Swedish with the captions or yeah. so they're hard to hard to burn to hurt? Yeah, I can't um, do it. I can't do the Swedish chef. But. Uh, no, that was good. Uh, and and the I think the direct uh, the boyfriend looked it up. The direct translation of Fartblinda is uh, like um, speed blindness. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Yeah, you do. I, I really don't, though. It's blinded. It's, it's yeah. Okay, well, I like Fartablinda. Fartablinda. Better, so I'm going to call Fartablinda. it Fartablinda. So, w- so I've been watching Fartablinda, and it's entertaining. Do they um, have uh, sexual situations on this show? Oh, yeah. <gasps> what do they sound like? What are their sex sounds like? Is it just like ours, or are they like... <laughs> it sounds like... Um, 
your recordings from when you're sleeping. Really? Oh, so it's just regular moans, so it's not Swedish sounding moans. Mm, mm, no, you don't speak. You just like make yes, these... you, d- you don't speak when you're fucking? No, I do, but... They don't? But the on TV, don't? they don't? They don't. They don't. Think wow. about it. They really don't. Uh, you know, it's like... Uh, yeah, they do. There's noises. sometimes they do. Okay, well, we're talking about Halle like, Berry and Billy Bob Thornton did when in that one this movie is, they were together. And like, I wanna feel good. Make me feel good. This is extended <laughs> so, cable, not it's not HBO. Yeah. Okay, so okay. she gave uh, her all for that role, all her dignity. Excellent. <laughs> um. Anyway, I recommend it if you would like to watch Fart Belinda. Fart Blenda mm-hmm. on AMC Plus. Speaking of uh, sex noises. <laughs> How have your recordings been going? Oh, I've fallen off. Why? I haven't recorded as much. I was so I looking forward to it. I'll though. do it. I'll do it next time. Actually, uh, I I did start snoring because I've had been having oh my this cord's been popping in and out. Um, bad cold. Um, that I'm starting to get over because I'm not having to use Afrin as much. But I've yeah my nose is clogged. I snore and that's so. Embarrassing. Like I equate snoring with bad. Why you health. sleep by yourself? Uh, that is not true. You said it was true. You said you don't like to sleep. Those gatos. I've got two cats. Okay, well they're not going to tell anybody. Yeah. So why? But is it, it is. It is sweet when I hear one of the cats purring, and it picks that up. Mm-hmm. Because I literally sleep with one cat on the left and one cat on the right because they can't be near each other. Cute. Yeah, it's really so, cute. So why do you feel like snoring is embarrassing if there are no people sleeping in the room? Because I don't want to be a snorer. Do you want to be a snorer? Like a secret snorer? Nobody wants to be a snorer. Everyone is. At sometimes in their life, but there are some people that have like, you know, I have relatives that have to have a CPAP machine so that they'll CPAP. die. PAP. Yeah. CPAP. For OSA, for obstructive sleep apnea. I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a CPAP? No, okay. I don't have. Uh, Why did you have that? You had a very strong reaction, so you were like me. You don't want to snore. Oh, I don't know, because it sounded like an accusation. No, but I, um, I have a conversation about it almost every day in oh, my workplace. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that so? I guess it's common. It's very common. But those people that have it, are they healthy looking, or are they not healthy? Some looking? of them are. Yeah. Oh. I I sometimes. Expect them all to be overweight or to be like massive drinkers, but sometimes really healthy people have sleep apnea. So it's not a very um, reliable predictor of. I've got all sorts of other disordered sleep, but not that one. You do? Oh, yeah. Uh, Exploding head syndrome. That's my favorite. What? Exploding head syndrome. What's that? You never had that? That's when you wake up startly feeling like there is an explosion that woke you up, but there's no explosion. It's just your brain. You've never had like just a just a sudden wake up and like no, like I it almost have, but... still feels like you can hear like the the reverberations, no. but it's I've just woken your brain. up suddenly, but I don't recall that. Yeah. Um, let's see. What if I have? I have that weird thing. I don't know if this is restless leg syndrome, but you have it where you're almost falling asleep and then your leg jerks, like just fucking kicks out of the blue. Oh, that sounds like restless leg. Is that what that is? I don't. I mean, I'm not a sleep expert, but it's usually it. I've it never happens had that. like if I am uh, 
with Jimmy and we're watching TV and I'm falling asleep. Like I'll start to doze out and then my leg will just boop, just jerk and then I'm, I'm awake. Um, when I was a kid, like a child, I had night terrors, which were just when you're still, it's kind of like sleepwalking, but sleep screaming. Sleep paralysis. Uh, no, night terrors. I had sleep paralysis as an adult. You have? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, all throughout. I, I talked about this, I thought, at length on the show. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have night terrors It takes anymore. me a minute to recall. Yeah. But I haven't had uh, sleep paralysis in a while. I, I think that was more just a grad school thing because I was under so much stress. I've never had it. Well, just know that if you do, it's okay. Because it's very, like the first time I had it, it was incredibly disjointed. Of course. Incredibly. And I remember, <laughs> I remember this so well because actually I was, I was still in undergrad and do you remember our, our uh, schoolmate Heather Ballas, who went to we went to high school with, who was kind of religious? No. Um, I, she and I were hanging out because she lived. I like that it doesn't matter. It Go doesn't on. matter. We lived in Denton at the time, I think, and so we were hanging out in my apartment right off Tizalina. I don't know if you remember that apartment. I or do not. remember. And it had all those pine trees around it. Yeah, she was doing her religious bullshit, and I said something like. If there is a devil, I want him to haunt me tonight. And I shit you not, that night I had sleep paralysis and it fucked me up. Uh, maybe it was a, another night. But I remember her being really freaked out, um, thinking that um, I when you told made her a mistake. Or she was there? Uh, she's just, I, I, you know, and I was being a dick because you know, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't push people of faith's buttons like that. Like looking back, it was just not cool because that's something that really is mattered, to to, really important to her. Yeah. In fact, she kind of went off the deep end yeah. to the fact that to the point where she's no longer friends with people that we are friends with because she drank the fucking Kool-Aid and uh, let certain uh, beliefs about gay people that certain religions uh, teach their followers. She took it to heart and that was sad. Because she's a cool, or was a cool uh, mm -hmm. friend. But I remember, um, I don't think it was actually that same day, but it was shortly after that that happened. And at first I really did think, because it's so really weird. It's just a really weird feeling of, for me, it, it's, it was just a paranoia that it's like you're afraid to move because if you do that, being that's in the room with you is going to hurt you and so like for me I, I would like wake up and just feel like i wasn't alone did you see something no i didn't see something but some people have claimed yeah. to have seen things when my when my father said uh, shortly before he walked out when he was starting to act really weird he confessed to feeling as if like he was he woke up and he was floating and he thought that he was being abducted by aliens. And I think it was just sleep paralysis. Ooh, that's interesting. Because it's really jarring. Like, it's really weird. And I'll talk to you about that after. Okay. And when I when it kept on happening over and over again, finally, I did some research and figured out that it's just your brain waking up before the chemicals that paralyze you have, you know. Um, have you seen the documentary The Nightmare? No, it's about sleep paralysis. Oh, you might See, find I never it really interesting. Had, like I, I don't know about you, but I can like I'm a very is vivid where where it's really lifelike. Uh -huh. I'm a very vivid dreamer, 
And I remember my dreams. Yeah, me too. And I know that I'm dreaming when I'm dreaming, so it's fun. And I have full control over myself. Like, I'm not Mm. a passenger in my dreams. I am the fucking driver. And I have not had nightmares in a very, very long, 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 long time. I have them pretty frequently. This is, is, it, is it really just stress? They're all fictional things. Like Really? It's not like anything horrible that's happened to me. It's, it's just made up stuff. Um, mine are very based in reality. Like my nightmare would be somebody attacking me. Like I've had the nightmare of being choked out, um, drowning, car accidents. The car accidents go along with you exploding said these heads are very drum. these are nonfiction. You've almost drowned in dreams. Yeah. No, no, no. You said never mind. Oh, I mean they're fictionalized. When you said when you said fiction, I thought you meant like a big purple monster is trying to. No, eat no. You. I'm just saying they're things that have not happened to me. Yes, in real life, of course. Yeah. Some people dream about things that have happened to them. I see. My stress nightmares would be like. Um, going into school and not finishing the paper and it was due and you're fucked Mm -hmm. or not remembering like the combination of a locker. Like I've gotten that one. I mean, they fucking have lockers anymore, but like stuff like that. I have really sad dreams sometimes when I'm like particularly stressed that make me very sad. And then I cry. Have you been crying in your dream and you wake up and you're crying? Cause that's happened to me before. Yeah. Yeah, it does happen. I had a dream. I don't know if I told you about this. It was kind of creepy. And I'm an atheist. You're an atheist. But every once in a while, things will happen that'll test me a little bit. And one of my friends who had passed away, a couple of months after her passing, I had a dream and she was in it. And I said, what are you doing here? You're dead. And she said, oh, I forgot. And then she like disappeared in a blinding light. Weird. Yeah. So like stuff like that. Did that make you question being an Just a little, because cause like when uh, my cat died, like if I dream about them, I just think that that's their spirit. I mean, I know it's silly saying it out loud, but I, I imagine that it, I feel like it's their spirit coming by to say hi mm. and to let you know they're still okay. And it makes me feel like I love those dreams where Kendall's in my dream because I... <laughs> You know, and I'm sure it's just my brain making all this stuff up, but it's still, it's, I wake up and I'm, you know, a little happy. You said, um, that, you know, you're a passenger in your dreams. I don't, I don't have that perspective. No, that I'm a driver. That you're a driver. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. You're a passenger. Most people are passengers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a skill. Can you teach me that? No, I don't think it is a skill. I think you just, you are, you aren't Mm. like you're left-handed or right-handed. I'm just a chump. Yeah, the only times that I'm not a passenger is like, or I'm not a driver, I'm still driving, but something's stopping me. Like the dreams where you're trying to scream and you can't scream, mm-hmm. and you're just really frustrated, like those. Uh, the one that sticks out a lot in my mind is the, like, if I have if I really have to pee badly oh, while yeah. I'm sleeping, mm-hmm. I will dream of myself searching desperately for a bathroom desperately like um and if i'm not waking up this is what happens so i'm looking around for a bathroom i'm talking to people they're like oh it's over there and i'll go over there and it's not there and i'm like how do i get to this thing and then somebody's in the bathroom and i can't use that one i've got to find another one um 
but but my body knows when it's really serious because mm-hmm. I dream of that's when I actually get to the toilet and it's time to pee and then I don't and then I wake up. See, when I have dreams like that, I in my dream I'm starting to pee and then I wake up and I'm like, whoa. Have you started to pee? I almost pissed myself now. Never. I did wet the bed when I was a little baby, but I think that's normal. <laughs> like kids, like kids, like yes, that, of like course that it stuff. is. Are you that's, joking? I I got out of that phase when I was a little baby. I think I wet the bed one time, <laughs> and I'm sorry. No, I, no, for me it was the point where we had to have like the plastic underneath the sheets. Mm. Yeah, I know a little brother of someone who wet the bed for quite a long time. Yeah. Somebody we know. You know. <laughs> Oink. Maybe. <laughs> it's a sign of supreme intelligence. Of wetting the bed late mm-hmm. into your perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Um, I have some stories to tell. Can I tell my story? Oh, please. You know this story. I had two. What was my other story that I wanted to I don't know. I forget things all the time. Okay, so this past Monday, I took the day off mm-hmm. to play a poker tournament at One Star. And uh, the tournament itself was fine. I got knocked out by a really handsome man, so that was okay. There was a very unpleasant gentleman to my left who was just an energy. He was like that. Not That energy, energy vampire like is... Like Colin Robinson? He's like Colin Robinson, but if Colin Robinson was just a giant dick, which Colin Robinson's not a dick... Um, just, just an asshole. Like this guy was just an asshole. And it was funny because he was on his phone and I'm assuming that he was talking to his wife or girlfriend because the person on the other screen was giving him like little hearts, but this guy was just a fucking dick. Like, um, when, uh, he would do like angle shooty things, like kind of cheating a little bit, like, like not proper etiquette. For example, if we're playing a uh, hand of poker. This. I'm going to try and do it so that you can understand okay. it. Um, in poker, if we're heads up, meaning it's just you and me, um, there's somebody that always acts, acts, acts first mm-hmm. in the hand, mm-hmm. which is either a uh, check if you don't want to bet or a bet. So if I bet, you have the option to either fold, you have the option to raise to open up the action or to call my check. Let's say if we are done betting and I, well, the hand's done, there's no more action. If I bet and you call, then it is, then I'm the one who is supposed to turn my cards over first and you can evaluate if your hand beats my hand. The reason that this does, you have the option to not show your hand, right? Because in poker, knowledge is power. And you're giving away information by showing your hand. So the standard is if you're the first one to open the action and that action is closed, then you show your cards so that the other person has the option to. Let's say the same scenario if I bet you raised me and then I called your raise, then you show your hand first. And then I had the option to evaluate. Anyway, every single time this happened, he and somebody called him, he would not show his hands. He would wait for the other person to show their hands, which is bad etiquette. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And the other people, since most of them were recreational, well, I mean, I'm recreational as well, but they'll say they were just obviously not as skilled or not as skilled, not, they were just in it for fun. Not they didn't give serious. They, yeah, they did not give a shit. They'd be, they'd be so excited to show their hands. Mm-hmm. And he would all the time actively not show his hands when he was supposed to. When we were in a hand together, he tried to pull that shit on me and it was just a stare down and he did the nod thing as if I was supposed he to show my hand. He indicated for you to do yeah. that, but he wasn't going to do it. He wasn't going to do it. And the the dealers were not, who's supposed to say something, didn't say something. And I said, uh, actually, you need to show your you hands first. You have a history of not showing your yeah. hands. Well, I, he said, it's, it's your, you show your hands first. And he rolled his eyes at me. And then the dealer had to say, yes, sir, show your hands. And so that was always, oh, I was just like, fuck you. Anyway. So you have to do what the dealer says. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that happened, and he was a dick the entire time. So when I busted out of the tournament, I was happy to not be next to this fucking dick anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're going to roll your eyes at me? You know the rules. You know the rules, you motherfucker. Um, and so I had, uh, this is the exciting part of the story. And I think you've seen it because you like the photo. Um so I had hundred dollars left, and I was like, um, "I watched, oh, yeah. I watched this video about tips and tricks for slots. If you don't have a lot of money, and one of them is to find a slot machine that had have a that has a progressive that must pay by X amount." Um, and so I found one of those, and I was like, "Cool!" And so it I, says that on the machine, yeah. Like the the top prize, I think, was six thousand dollars, and or or like it it had to pay out by. 6,000 and the progressive was at like 5,600 and so it was the best one I could find and I wasn't about to look through that whole fucking casino because it was huge Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm just gonna blow my hundred dollars on here and call it a day you put a hundred dollars in it yeah I got it down to I thought they were like quarters what do you mean I didn't do a hundred dollar bet oh I put a hundred dollars into the machine and then I was doing it two dollar and fifty cent okay Sorry. Sorry if I was unclear. Okay. I got it down to like uh, where I only had a few spins left. I want a bonus. Got it up to 140 and I was like, okay, I'm going to cash out and then go home. And so I cashed out, got the $140 and I was walking out and then this slot machine just looked at me and said, this is the one. And so I thought, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to put Put them a hundred dollars because I had forty dollars saved. I'm just gonna put the hundred dollars in here and just see what happens. It was a five dollar max bet, so I did five dollars max bet, got it down to twenty, won the jackpot for a thousand dollars. Nice, well done. Yeah, and then I was like, "What was your total profit minus what you put into the machines?" I don't know that. I cash out for a thousand and something from it, but you know the slot machines they go up and down. Like you don't, it's not. It's a constant like tug of war. So, but I know I did not put a thousand dollars in there. So I was a big winner that day. And then the devil on my shoulder said, "Go to the high limit room slots and see what happens." But I made the unfortunate oh, error no. of being so excited that I won the grand prize for this machine, and it was below the twelve hundred dollar threshold, so I didn't have to pay any taxes on it. That I had already snapped a picture and showed Jimmy. And then he told me to get the fuck out of there. So. Did you? Yeah, I did. I did. I couldn't. I wouldn't feel right. Like, I'd be too embarrassed to 
to be like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the fuck out of there, and now I'm lost that thousand dollars. I can't. Now do it. I'm five thousand dollars yeah. in the hole. So 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 it was a good day. Excellent. Yeah, and I forgot what the other story was that I wanted to tell you. So I couldn't have been that great. Oh, wait, I remember now. It, it is good. Okay, so uh, Tuesday morning, y'all, I wake up super early, and I know it's silly, and I go to bed super early, and people make fun of me for it. Um, I wake up at 4 a.m. so I can work out, and then I'm in the office by between 6.30 and 7. So I was working out, and around 5 a.m., I heard a whole lot of sirens, like a whole lot of police cars. And normally I didn't, you know, every once in a while I hear like one or two, but this is like a lot. And I was like, that's weird. On my way to work, I drive down uh, where my apartment building is. There's a couple apartment buildings, a park, and then a hotel, Hotel Indigo. And I usually take this street, pass by the hotel to get on the toy. And uh, anyway, on this Tuesday morning, that whole street was blocked off. And so I had to go around, and I thought, that's really fucking weird. Um, do you want to know what fucking happened? So desperately. So at Hotel Indigo, I don't, I wish a boyfriend was here because I don't know what it's called, but some would-be thieves were trying to steal the catalytic converter? Yes. So I, that sounds like it's wrong, though. It sounds like no, a Cadillac, right. a catalytic mm-hmm. converter off of this car. Mm-hmm. Well, the car owner, I don't know what he was doing at 5 a.m., but he was up, mm-hmm. caught them, yeah, and both parties were armed and got in a shootout <gasps> one block from my apartment. Did someone get hit by a Nobody bullet? got hit, but there was a lot of gunfire. They were gun all fire. horrible shots? They were all horrible shots. The would-be thieves got away, and uh, I oh, just got no. an alert that somebody died in police custody in Frisco. I don't know if that's the same... Anyway, I bet they that's weren't what, white. That's uh, that's uh, the would be thieves. That's racist of you. What the thieves that no. were trying to kill? No, the, you said the, you said somebody died in police custody. Oh, not you. Okay, because it sounded like you were you were uh, no assuming I wasn't. that the would be thieves were not white. No, are you sure? I was kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said. I got an alert that someone died in police custody in Frisco. Uh-huh. And I said, I bet they weren't white. Okay. Because that's who dies in mm-hmm. police custody. John. Mm-hmm. Accept your apology. Oh, and then the other day, um, this is kind of, I, I, I think you would have done this to me too, and I felt bad for it. So I was driving into the office and, um, where I am, there's there are a lot of uh, what's the politically term, politically correct term that I get corrected on all the time. Unhoused people. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. a lot of unhoused people in the parking lot. Yes. And uh, and I was telling the story because okay, oh, this is what happened. So a hawk's nest fell on my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, like they do. Like the whole, and when a hawk's nest falls on your car, it's a bunch of little twigs, like a Bjork song, little mm-hmm. twigs and little leaves, and just, it's a huge fucking mess. Like I had to 
wipe off the hood. I had opened the hood about that actually, and I about opening the hood and like removing the twigs from your engine and shit. So anyway, my friends were like, "Well, you parked in a weird spot," and I was like, "I parked there because there were a lot of homeless people in our parking lot, and not just like one or two, like six or seven. And they were literally sitting where I usually park. And I did just didn't want to have that interaction at seven o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. when I have a thousand dollars in my backpack to deposit at Chase. I mm-hmm. so I drove right on in, and then somebody said, "I think you, I think it's unhoused people," and. Because I said homeless. Yeah. I wanted to rip their fucking throat out. Why? Because. Because of the hawk's nest? No, because like, who are we saying that for? I don't think an in-house person fucking cares. And just thinking that, I'm like, fuck, I'm like five steps away from being Ben fucking Shapiro about wokeness. Mm. Because I want to be good. But at the same time, I'm like. Do the unhoused care if you call them unhoused? They're still homeless. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um. So it's like we're doing it for us. Right? Like we're doing it for us. Maybe. For each other. Maybe. I don't know. I understand this the sex worker argument. Like, um, you call someone a prostitute. Their identity is not having sex for money. Like, that's not the whole of who they are. I understand that's why. But I'm hoping if you worker. if you say, say somebody's a sex worker that that is whatever story you're telling is that's some sort of pertinent information. Well, yeah. Yeah. So then I would say in that in that case, um what's the difference? I don't know, man. I just somebody So I sum it up more like language is fluid and we're in the times where we're going to call it that i just want to you know what it doesn't cost me anything yeah i agree but if it it, uh is less offensive to someone then Mm -hmm. i'm whatever i'll do it but if you're in the middle of telling a story and somebody corrects you Mm -hmm. to for clout amongst other people that's what makes me mad but also but if you need to feel that something needs to be corrected then it's best it should be noted right there that the way we talk to other people and to ourselves is very important. Yes. Calling women girls. That's an example. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But I still, I think, I think the girls things is, is, I think that's more of them assuming that that's the equivalent to guys, which is not, it's gals. Yeah. yeah. So I think some of that, I think some of that is just a miscommunication. Yeah, and people- some of them is without a doubt on purpose and it may not be intentional but it's on purpose like when i watch mma and there are two women athletes in there and they call them girls i definitely feel like that's unintentional but intentional we're all socialized to to talk that way i think it's like oh look the little girls are wrestling now the point is not that you're aware uh and that it's a an active intention of yours the point is that Talking about women as if they are children keeps this standard in place. Yes. That women are not as smart or important or their opinions don't matter as much Mm -hmm. as men. My parents were in a hurricane. A big one. Did you know there was a hurricane? Mm -hmm. Recently. Rocky-like one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So uh, it was weird because my dad actually said that he was he was really worried, and he never says those things. I know my microphone is not working all of a sudden. Mm. Oh, it was this. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Apologies. A million. He said that he was worried, which then worried me. It was after the fact, so I guess it didn't matter. But um, were they like right in where like it really hit? Like yeah, the Western? Fort Myers is where it came in. Wow. So and, and they live. Uh, Sanibel Island was decimated. Mm-hmm. But I thought a, there was mandatory evacuations. Not no. where they were. No, but even if there were, my parents wouldn't go. Why? Because they're stubborn. So they they had paid a company to come in and um, put in a giant generator. And they were a week away from having the fuel tank for it. Oh, it has shit. a fuel tank mm-hmm. installed. So it hadn't been installed yet. So it's, it's pointless. Right. Um, and now they don't have electricity and they probably won't have for a while. Wow. Really? Yeah. Are you going to go to a hotel? No. No, they're just going to live without electricity? I mean, hotels don't have electricity either. Oh, that's a good point. But no, some hotels, when they have their own generator? Maybe. I bet they probably would. They're not going anywhere. They're just going to suffer. They can't even cook. Um, yeah, they can't because they don't have natural gas at their house. But they have a lake in their backyard, and I was worried that the lake was going to yeah. flood the house. But but their house is elevated a little bit, and so I guess the water came up to the bottom step of the the deck, but it didn't get into the house, which is good. Yeah. The lanai is gone. What's that? It's a, a giant screened-in porch. Um, um, Did they get any wind damage, any glass? I don't think the glass was damaged. A bunch of their trees were uprooted. And, mm-hmm. But she said um, that they're, the people that they hired to do their yard work stuff is that they came in today and took out all the really big debris that they couldn't do on their own. Because they're old. Mm-hmm. So. Kitchen. Do it's they weird. have Kitchen. Uh, no, they don't. I wouldn't allow that sort of thing. Uh, I don't think of my parents as old. Yeah, they are. I still am thinking about them. Like, as I'm visualizing them in my mind, I'm thinking about them as like, you know, 50 something mm-hmm. year old people, and they're not. And so. Are, it, are your grandparents still living? No, they're all dead. Wow. So the circle of life is coming back down to you. So soon you're going to have to think about caring for your parents the way they cared for you. Well, my mom, my mom said, I don't want to be a burden on anyone. So, so we're just going to stay in this hurricane. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. I've I've thought about like, I think my, my father's taken care of, like, I don't have to worry about him. I do worry about my mother a little bit when that time comes. And I'm just hoping that his, my sister with all her money will be able to do something. <laughs> She's closer. She is closer. Yeah. I'm closer to my parents. My brother's in Oregon, so. Yeah. Is that how you say Oregon? Oregon? I don't know. That's how I say it. Really? So I know I, I, I get confused with Nevada or Nevada. 
I forget how the people there are supposed to say it. I do know that it's, it's pronounced Melbourne and not Melbourne. Melbourne? Melbourne, yeah. Only if you have an Australian accent. Well, people from Australia say it's Melbourne, not Melbourne. Well, yeah, because they have Australian accents. But they but they can pronounce Melbourne. They say it's Melbourne, not Melbourne. I know because... Uh, it feels weird because it's also English, so I feel like I should say it like it looks maybe but i mean if you want to be a dick when i worked at bruce allen bags some australians came in this is how i know and and i was like you're from australia one of my favorite singers nick cave is from australia and they and i think and i think i said melbourne and they said it's melbourne i was like oh okay she said only I think she says I'm like only Americans say Melbourne. That's how that's how you can tell if you're an American. And so whenever I hear Americans say Melbourne, I want to say it's Melbourne. John, do this. What? Repeat after me, okay? No, I'm not your monkey. Please. Okay, I'll humor you. Thank you. Rise. Rise. Up. Up. Lights. Lights. Rise up lights. Say it faster. Is this a trick? It's not a trick. Say razor that. blades? Yeah, rice blades. Yeah. It's a, it's Australian for razor blades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Raise your flag. Hiya, hiya. I can't believe you haven't heard that Bjork song. Dude, I don't fucking, I don't know. <laughs> it's scary. That song could be scary. Because, you know, Bjork does not fuck around. I'll never forget that 1995 video of her whooping that reporter's ass. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Okay. Mm. Well, well, I believe she had a stalker, so she was under a lot of stress. Yeah. And I forget where she was traveling to, but let's just for fun say it was Australia. And the reporter said, welcome to Australia. And she just was like, and just wailed. Welcome to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I think we're out of time. Right, Blights. We're out of time. Okay. Great. And we're all hungry for dinner. Yeah, we are. Uh, anyway, so featured song of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can say we. I think song of the week sounds better. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, I don't think that anyone that listens to this show holds us to any kind of like standard. standard. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they're fine with it. It's probably the worst bad of all of the things we do. The least bad. Mm. The worst bad. The least bad of all of the bad things we do, which is... Inconsistency. Which is legion. So. I'm afraid to look at our Instagram. It probably has not been updated in two years. Buddy, uh, we got to get some, like... We have to get some testimonials or something, because all that shit is from, like, 2010. Oh, yeah. So, let's do that. Somebody send us some testimonials. They can be bad, too. We'll take bad ones as well. Um... Oh, my neighbor is sending me a post from Hasbro Pulse, and it's probably like, hey, there's this spiral action figure. I'll say, I know it's already fucking sold out. Don't be upset. I am upset. It's bullshit. Everything is bullshit, John. Nothing matters. And that's what it is. It already sold out. I like when people send me stuff as if I'm already not there and know. Like, hey, P.J. Harvey has a seven vinyl... Uh, set 
coming out. And like, you don't think I was up hey, at 4 a.m.? Hey, Peaches is coming to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, you did do that. I did. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that subject up. The teachers of Peaches? I was just trying to be helpful. I know. I'm not going to go. Okay. I'm too old for concerts. Fine. That's fine. Dick in the air. I- Ooh, Guided by Voices coming to uh, Fort Worth. Fort Worth, dude. We have a venue called Tulips. Yes, everybody's played there. I really like it. And Guided by Voices is playing there in November. What's on it? Who the hell are they? They're <laughs> a a giant palm. band. Who the hell are they? In the indie rock world. What They're song did they sing? Very big. What y- song would I know? Uh, uh, auditorium. Does not ring no bells. Okay. Um... Blimps go 90. Mm-mm. No. Wrecking now. Okay. I don't think there's going to be anything. I mean, Robert Pollard writes like 500 songs a year. So I don't want to. Pitchfork did them. a top 150 albums from the 90s. And I think, I think a Stargazer band was number one. One of those bands where I thought it was like a new Shoe band, gaze? but it was an old band. Is it Shoegaze? Yeah. What's that? What's that band that has been around forever? But I thought they were brand new because they had. <laughs> I think it's My Bloody Valentine, maybe. Okay. I think they had like the number one album of the '90s. Yeah, they've been around for quite a while. And I was like, "That's cute," because I, I, I went in expecting. Guess which one I thought was going to be number one. Uh, Liz Fair. No. I thought this was going to be easy. I was expecting it to be like Nirvana, never mind. Oh. But that was like, it was in the top 10, but Holes lived through this ranked higher. Liz Fair was number four, which surprised me. I mean, Live Through This was surprisingly good, and then yeah. everything else surrounding it before and after is just I don't total. know. I like celebrity skin. I oh, my God. I was going to try and get that on vinyl. Oh, my God. Really? No, I can't endorse that in Reason any to be Beautiful way. is a good song. No. I hate all of it. All of it's bad. Oh. I think what what they did to Patty was, was shitty. The drummer. Did you not see that documentary? Kicking her out? I don't know. Oh, they kind of... I mean, she was deep in addiction. And so they basically had a, a session drummer for that whole entire session. But she did drum and then they had a session drummer do everything and she was just on the basically the album and credited but she didn't do any of it and it Um, sucked i don't know why what you just said reminded me of this but you read about ken paxton running from a yes oh my god (laughs) so fucked up i know we said we're dumb but we need to emergency podcast just two more minutes we have a state's attorney general and a senator who ran from a process yes yes as if any of this is normal i was afraid that that someone was trying to hurt me. And did like, you see his follow-up? He's lucky that it didn't progress anymore. What were we going to do? Shoot him with your fucking lazy eye? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dude, you fucking sniveling If you piece really of are shit. afraid that someone coming up to your house, that you have uh, time to see coming to your house. You'd call the police. You'd call the fucking call police. The police. It's all. I could, they're, they're liars. They're, they're both pieces of shit and if what there a is a clown. hell they're going to burn in it what a giant Them clown baby abbott 
And the guy, the Skeletor guy, looking face motherfucker. What's his name? The other dick wad fucking fuck legislator that we have. What's his name? Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. That Skeletor fucking nose of yeah, his. Fuck that guy. Um, Gross. God, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait I, for November uh, to but come. But I, I know they're all going to win re-election, and I'm hoping Don't that Beto pulls it off. And I forget her name, but the person that's running against Ken Paxton, I hope she pulls it off. And I'm definitely going to vote for them. But at the same time, I'm like this. I mean, it's a corrupt system, and they're running from a process server. Well, we'll do what we can. What a little. I was going to say the P word. I was going to say it. But I remember that pussies are strong and take a pounding, and you should call them testicles because testicles are the ones that are weak. Mm -hmm. They just lay there. What a fucking little testicle. Mm -hmm. What a it was! It was very laughable. Like when I heard that on NPR, when I got a I got a push alert that (laughs) it made it sound like Ken Paxson was on the lam. I like the (laughs) KERA said fled <laughs> he fled and the uh they interviewed the well they talked to the the server and he was like i don't know this guy was just i do like he that stood out there and he watched me for a while and then for he, an hour and then his he and then his wife got in the car and mm-hmm. then he got in the car and then his wife drove them away like he was very specific yeah. about that i do like the cat and mouse part of the law with the processors that you have to you know and that can be yeah i used to listen to this podcast based at it was a a las vegas based podcast about like legal like laws type stuff and uh they were interviewing it was a woman i think she was tending like a paralegal or a um uh it was small boutique law firm Mm -hmm. and she would have they would have her do a lot of this stuff because she could get in places and get in the casinos. Um, and she would tell her stories about there's one person that needed to be served. And they did like, they do recon, like figuring out, it's almost like a, like if they're going to tow your car, figuring out where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And they knew that this man had money and had parties and had after parties where women would be, you know, mm-hmm. loitering around after they were fucking used and abused and so what she did, she went there early in the morning, climbed the fucking fence, which I didn't think that you're legally allowed to do because technically that's trespassing. But whatever, I listened to the podcast and she was telling her story. Climbed the fence in a bikini, laid out by the pool with a magazine out with the papers inside the magazine and just waited for him to come out. And when he came out, she said, you're served. And he it's dedication. And he, the man, like appreciated it <laughs> you know he was like well you got me <laughs> man i don't know why you can't just like put the papers under someone's door and take a picture of it like amazon does. yeah i think they <laughs> can, i think i think you can deliver it to a door as long as you make some sort of contact and you know what it is mm-hmm. i think i th- or i think you need it you can throw it at them like throw it like Paperboy. Remember that game, that Nintendo yeah, game? I do. Throw it like Paperboy. Like I you've do. been served, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time. It's 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 my Annie Rossi, safety safety of objects from the Scandia album. The end. That's it. Mm-hmm.